0: Surprisingly, this time, Lucy didn't have that much explaining to do. We watched Life with Lucy. Do not attempt to adjust the picture. We are controlling transmission. 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 Hello everyone, and welcome. The next installment of the rest of your life. That's all I'm doing. You're that's a t- all you're doing? <laughs> yep, that's it. Podcast done for me. I'm all right. On autopilot. I am Josh Phillips. I'm Liam Sr. This is Musty TV. We watched the first episode and the last episode of a long forgotten series. Sometimes it's not that long, but definitely forgotten. <laughs> Always forgotten. And today?
1: We watched Lucille Ball's swan song, Life with Lucy. Oh no,
0: her (laughs) swan song? It's the last thing she did. Oh yeah. It really is. This is a super traditional 80s sitcom with Lucille Ball up front and center. It would unfortunately be the last show she ever did it was critically panned and she would pass three years
1: later after not as you believe you read not working on anything else after the fact yeah she was so hurt by it
0: this was a weird one the history of the show is kind of more interesting than yeah the uh the show but i guess we can just we'll get into that later
1: jump into the show
0: so um a lot of bright colors
1: yeah yeah, it's it's a very 80s sitcom. It
0: is the fucking 80s and Hev- heavy
1: laugh tracks. Ooh
0: yeah, really enthusiastic laugh track. Um, if that was canned, they 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 used the same like five things because it felt like every punchline, every character entrance was so huge to these audience well, members. I mean,
1: think about it. You're in the 80s, so you you grew up possibly at least seeing reruns of I Love Lucy. And you're now getting to see her live in a show. Yeah, it's not the greatest, but you're but seeing you're Lucy live, so you're going to be fucking
0: ecstatic. So, first, it starts with two nobodies that look like the worst versions of the poor man's uh, Sam and Diane, almost called it Ted and Alice. I
1: looked up Miss Anne Dusenberry, and she was, it uh, seems like the main thing she did was a film called Cutter's Way, which I've never seen, but it's always, been on, it's always been yeah. on my list, yeah. so...
0: So it starts with them and the dad, oh boy, he's carrying boxes. He's not happy. His mother in law is coming is coming to stay with them. Permanently. Retro, and who's that mother in law played by? Lucille Ball. Ball. And she walks in. The crowd loses it. She's immediately doing her old Lucille Ball. Oh, classic Lucille shtick, shtick Just making faces and running around and cracking wise. Because
1: we find out she's a health nut. She's the super fit grandma, always in, like,
0: exercise clothes. Oh, so the cast is a bunch of nobodies except for Lucille Ball... Her foil, Gail Gordon, who is just a regular Lucy actor they got to play a character, we'll come up, but uh, we'll we'll introduce in a sec. And Jenny Lewis is one of the kids. You oh. F-
1: you forget. The youngest child, I forget his name. It's Phillip really something. long and it, like yeah, like a second. He is also famous for being the first spokesman for Jell-O Pudding.
0: Jell-O Pudding has had such crazy spokespeople such as him, Lindsay Lohan. I did not realize Lindsay yeah, she Lohan was, a, was, she long. was She was a Jello kid. It sounds different to say that. Yeah. That's fucking harsh, man. Jello kids. You don't know her story. She had a shitty father
1: and crazy mother. And dated a DJ. Dated Wilma Villarama. Ooh, exactly. (laughs) Yo mama. When she wasn't even 18 yet.
0: Hey. That's enough the Lindsay Lohan podcast. (laughs) you fucking suck, and your show sucks, and Fez sucks. Oh, Fez is the worst thing ever. So let's just jump Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, So, uh, 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 fuck... The cast of That 70s Show, except for uh, Topher Grace, Laura Prepon, Kurtwood Smith, the mom, and... Then Laura's a Scientologist. Up, oh, taking her out then. Uh, Topher Grace, Kurtwood <laughs> Topher Smith, and Grace the mom. Topher seems like the sweetest, coolest guy. Original cast. Nah. Because uh, I don't give a shit about Donna's dad. Oh, yeah. He was the worst. I don't remember anything that happened from the pilot of the so, show. So... Uh, oh, shit. Right? So,
1: oh, so the pilot we find out, basically the whole premise is... Yep. Uh, Grandma's home. Grandma's home.
0: Grandpa, not her husband, but... The dad's dad. The dad's dad. Is upset because he wants to spend the most time with the grandchildren and does not like Lucille Ball. I keep wanting to say Lucille Bluth.
1: And... Lucy's husband and the grandpa owned a hardware store together. So
0: the grandpa has been on vacation in Hawaii and Lucy has been running the store. We then, after introducing her to the, and the family, cut to the store where we meet uh, Leonard.
1: Leonard, who's the fat guy the, in Face Academy.
0: And uh, he's um, works at the store and at one point Lucille lucille's like look I, I i got a giant industrial fire extinguisher and i was like oh bet that's gonna come back yeah. later and she's gonna do something wacky uh, with foreshadowing. it.
1: foreshadowing
0: five minutes later she uh forgets to pick up the grandkids and starts a trash a cigarette trash fire in the hardware store the foam is sprayed she thinks she's a bad grandmother because she forgot to pick up the kids
1: Kids basically Kids have a are, foam party, right? Kids they
0: had a little foam party, and the grandpa decides he's going to move in. I'm moving in, too. <laughs> End of pilot. Next episode. Okay, now we're talking. Now we're cooking with gas. Yeah, so- We've had 12 episodes to figure these characters oh, yeah. out. What makes them tick? You know, how do they op- how do they collide against each mm-hmm. other? It starts with a soccer game and everyone starts pulling out their trophies. You know how when you win a trophy everyone in your house starts yeah. like talking about all their old trophies it's that like, they keep.
1: Oh, the mo- uh, so yeah, I, the kid comes home, the boy's like, "Oh, I got my trophy." And then the girls, "Oh, remember your trophy last year you won for swimming?" And then, oh, I yeah. the- "Look, I found Mom, your trophy it's next to your tennis one." "Oh, I have one too. It's in the closet over here." And look,
0: dad, it's your golfing one. Oh, of course. Everyone but Lucille Ball, I keep wanting to say Lucille Bluth. Everyone but Jessica Walters is a Lucy, trophy. Lucy,
1: Lucille, Lucy Barker in this show. Oh, Morty. She doesn't have a trophy, so she's sad. It
0: turns out that there's a talent show at the kids' school. A, a grandma, grandma talent, talent show. You know how your schools had grandma talent shows because the teachers would sit around and be like, "How do we get past the sex scandal that has been poisoning our school's public image?" Grandma grandma's. talent
1: show. Everyone loves grandmas. I mean, that's why Betty White is still incredibly famous. True. Incredibly talented, too.
0: Now, but, can Lucy sing? No. No, her voice sounds like Tom Waits smoked even more cigarettes.
1: Yeah, Um, this show really shows how cigarettes will affect your voice. Yeah. Her voice has changed a lot from the early it's days. It's like
0: the frog in her throat has a frog in its throat, and that frog is Tom Waits.
1: Can Lucy dance? Oh
0: no, she cannot. Trick me.
1: And neither can the father, trying to teach her.
0: <laughs> Wait, uh, they try to make her do a routine to Swansea River, and it's weird, and I didn't like and, it. And uh, everyone starts singing along. As like, why do they? You know, all know how their everyone song? knows Swansea River. Yeah, everyone well, knows it's public that. domain. And they couldn't get her actual song. Well, of course. Can Lucy tell jokes? course not she starts it with ladies and germs so hacky and everyone even the grandpa who's a stiff upper lip don't you know
1: though she sounded like a borscht belt comic let's Very be honest true, yeah
0: they all knew the punchline well, even stuffy old grandpa so what's lucy gonna do liam well as everyone knows and as the show explains there are only four talents singing dancing telling jokes and what's that last one
1: which the dad apparently knows as well. Which
0: I find hard to believe because he's married and has two kids, which means he's had sex twice, which means he can't be a magician. And that's how he had the kids, magic. Ah, of course. All magicians are celibate. Don't prove, you can't prove me otherwise. (laughs) Um, It's like a voluntary priesthood, except the celibate part just kind of goes with the terrain.
1: How do you, Neil Patrick Harris, He's not celibate.
0: Yeah, but he's not a magician, is he? He is. He knows magic. He's not a magician. Where does he get his standard income from? Oh, that's fair. Also, also...
1: Well, he's not procreating. <laughs> there you go. Boom. But the the part, the thing he's putting in an... Inner, yeah.
0: No, no, no. Describe how <laughs> Neil Patrick Harris and his husband make love.
1: He's not having sex to procreate. <laughs> that's what I'm going to say.
0: He's having sex to... Prove he's having
1: sex like the other type of like the other type of sex which dolphins enjoy too recreational
0: dolphins are terrible terrible creatures oh, they, josh they're
1: kind of rapist i know
0: do you know what they also do they'll kill babies so that that we don't need to talk about we it. we don't it's real this, dark.
1: We'll, we'll have that for the animal rights podcast another time where we just peta please <laughs> oh my god that's the best name ever all right Back so, to magic. Magic. And she Lucy. does
0: a bunch of magic tricks. She does the classic milk in the paper newspaper trick. It goes off without a hitch. She does the two hands with the curtains and the three hands, and she kind of flubs it at the end. She does the pocket watch in the bag, and she breaks Grandpa Stefakin's pocket watch.
1: His gold pocket watch, which he's carried for 40 years. In
0: his ass during the Vietnam <laughs> War. He was supposed to give it to this guy's kid, but he said, fuck it, I'm keeping it myself. Just
1: feels better that way.
0: So, your dad, he hit it in the only place he could. A small, gross, small hole he buried. A <laughs> okay. lot easier. Do you think that Bruce Willis is a character, Bruce is a character, Butch, Butch the Boxer and Boxer. Mm-hmm. Do you think when he was told that story, see, he had a very different reaction because he he likes that watch where I would have been like, get that thing away from me.
1: Yeah, I would feel get the that same thing away way. I'm me. like, I, I appreciate that, but put it in a Put it in Three like,
0: Ziploc bags and then dunk it in acid and no, get put it, it in away like, from me.
1: So like send it to um CGI or CG, CGC or CGG. It's the place that rates things that they put it in those like, they'll rate like comics and stuff and just help can case it where you can't open it again and it's rare. Harrison river.
0: Ford runs it and goes, that watch belongs in a museum. <laughs> Do you know John Travolta, every time he goes into the bathroom in Pulp Fiction, something bad happens? I never realized that. Mm-hmm. Also, every clock is set to 420. um and of course, Tarantino.
1: <laughs> so, Tarantino likes to masturbate on people's feet.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's not in the movie, though. I really like Pulp Fiction. I have the soundtrack. I've seen it like Great soundtrack. Times.
1: Yeah. Introduce me to Dick Dale.
0: Miserloo? Miserloo? Miserloo. Miserloo.
1: That's an amazing song. He's amazing to see live. Dick Dale? You saw Dick Dale live? better bring earplugs you know he oh really he invented loud that's <laughs> he <worked> amazing with, <laughs> i know
0: he taught Jimi hendrix how to play he guitar with, like i knew he was a shredder
1: he worked with fender back in the day to increase like leo fender the to gain? Make, oh. make the amps lo- louder i was at a dick, dick dale is
0: now my new favorite hero he had a green stratocaster that's all he survived cancer
1: wanted. twice
0: yo go dick
1: dale yeah i met him and like shook hands with him. he's a super nice guy if you see I him, shake the hands
0: that shake Dick Dale's <laughs> perfect.
1: Yeah, see him live if you can. He tours with his wife, and then she sells his merch. It's adorable. Oh my
0: god, I love this. You're just joining us. This is the Dick Dale podcast. Yeah, this is the Peter, uh, please, the Dick Dale cast. <laughs> Um, so she can't do magic. And so uh, she decides she's not going to do the talent show. Jenny Lewis's friend comes over and she, Patty, and Patty's like, my grandma's going to play in the Dixieland band. Because that Sorry. sounds fun. Sorry, your, fra- your brother in Seattle is sick. <laughs> my brother, Kurt Cobain. <laughs> oh, God. We're- we're just doing all the jokes we're making throughout watching this. I mean, if
1: we're going to be technical, you know, this would have been around the time of uh, Bleach, actually. A little, a little before Bleach. It's a little before, but I think it, I think before. an EP was out. But yeah, you know, yeah. He was definitely... Not the EP of the 7 Well the, the band was around. What was the band called
0: before Nirvana? Like, <sighs> Molly's Cum Bucket or something horrible like that? <laughs> it would have been something gross. Yeah, they were around. I think Chad Channing was still their drummer at this time. Maybe Jason was in the band at that time. Um, they had there are like five
1: drummers on Bleach. Yeah, they had multiple drummers. They also had the the bassist too. And original copies of like I think it's the CD. You'd mm-hmm. open up and it was just a fold-out poster of the bassist. It wasn't Crist. It was it was his, the other guy. Yeah, who like thought he was like a rock star. Oh, <laughs>
0: Yeah. I would have killed to see like the the. Um, I would have killed the The Nirvana golden tour, lineup yeah. where it was the three of them and Pat Schmier on oh, rhythm shit. guitar in Utero tour basically. Basically, I think that yeah. Yeah, I would have killed to have seen oh, in Utero. My old guitar albums. teacher, I, I'm so sorry. In Utero is probably my second or third favorite Nirvana album. I'm such a poser. I love Nevermind. Nevermind's great. I I I, 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 I do, honestly
1: can't pick a Nirvana album because I got in the... I used to carry around Kurt's biography,
0: "Come as You Are," the Nirvana biography, in like fifth grade. Oh, amazing. I what I used to do was I'd put on Nevermind. I'd skip "Smells Like Teen Spirit," but put it on album repeat, so you'd end it with "Smells Like Teen Spirit" because mm. after that point you're just like, "Oh fuck this
1: jam!" The Grandma, Talent show. So, Grandma Town Show.
0: So Lucille, well, Barker, Lucy Barker learns that her daughter has been lying, her granddaughter's been lying and saying that she's sick so she can't do the talent show. And, and
1: she's sitting with uh, Grandpa Grumpus the over Grump- there. Yeah,
0: Grumpy McGrumpersons. And, and she... I, I, th- I think he out. says something, I I was kind of halfway.
1: He he mentioned something along the lines that I saw like people like not singing recently but doing songs.
0: Oh, I think you know what it must have been? He must have mentioned Shatner of doing course. fucking Rocket Man. <laughs>
1: this goddamn show... So, within we'll flash forward to the grandma talent show, which, and what do we see?
0: Uh, all right, so first up is the Dixieland band that was mentioned, and then guys, I fast forward this. I'm not kidding. One whole minute of uninterrupted vocalist when the ba- when the Saints come marching in. Yeah, this was a 25 minute episode of television. They could have lost that. We
1: did not need to see. Yeah, we didn't. Thank goodness, because I didn't want to listen to. To, to the grandma, what, the Dixie Bells, or the hell they call themselves. The Dixie Cups? I don't think they were the Dixie Cups. So Tampons, So we yeah. see their terrible Dixieland, and then, lo and behold, it's Grandma Lucy to do... Go ahead, Liam.
0: All righty, so there's a little musical called Fiddler on the Roof about Jewish identity and life as a, a, a Jewish person in the old country. It's a beautiful musical about love and loss and family. Quinn Stefani terribly used part of. No, that's one of the funniest songs ever written. That's such a weird pop music move, is to do a half cover of If I Was a Rich Man. I know, it's so strange.
1: So weird. Remember when I heard it, I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Well, when
0: I heard it, I had seen Fiddler on the Roof I knew, before. I knew so, like, it I, from
1: Fiddler. I'd right, seen part of it. I had right, seen the Right, me thing. too.
0: So I was just like, wh- I w- literally, even as a kid, I was just like, this is dumb. I don't like pop music, because that's kind of how I approached most pop music when I was like 12. But when I heard that, I was like, this is insanity. Why would you do this? Unfortunately, uh, Lucille Barker didn't. Sing, the light change. Oh yeah, spotlight on her horrible pink sweater. Oh boy, I think like she some- wearing pink pants too. Someone like. spilled Pepto Bismol all over her. Mm-hmm. Pepto bismarkey I wish. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, you got what I need but to say, relieve man. my diarrhea, Pepto bismarkey and other stomach problems, and other stomach <laughs> problems. Oh. Bismarcky, yeah, so dumb. This is the dumbest thing we've done. I this. Uh, so she starts to speak, sing the kind of like refrain song of Fiddle on the Roof. I don't know what it's called, unfortunately, because I'm a I'm a poser. But it's uh, I think it's just called Sunrise, sunrise sunset. sunset. Yeah, I think that, that's so. Weird. She starts talking this, and that song, the real song, is about like how watching your children grow is not only a beautiful experience but quite devastating because it's the passage of time. And uh, this is also kind of devastating, right? So you we're watching this knowing that this was Lucille Ball's last television endeavor. Mm-hmm. This episode was unaired. Yep. Um, so this until was, like until syndica- or syndication
1: until well, basically Nick at Night grabbed it.
0: Yeah. Originally, the people behind MASH were supposed to write this, but uh, Lucille Ball brought in her own team from all the way back when. And, Woman
1: had loyalty.
0: And had the MASH writers approached this show as preachy as they were i would not be surprised if they would kind of tackled a scene like this um had it been in a different show made by different people it brought, probably would have really worked but the tonal whiplash because it is really devastating to watch
1: yeah and the and it's really juxtaposed by the the family that are like smiling like really smiling when this should be more like this is hard to watch yeah
0: and her voice isn't helping no Anyways, cut to the um, family home. Yeah. Uh, just <laughs> grumpy grandpa and Lucy. She didn't win. She and then they ran. get her a best grandma trophy on the way home. And All she is, is forgiven.
1: Thought it's the best thing ever. And there's a lovely little tableau that freezes, and it's the grandkids hugging Lucy, and they're like, "Well, that's the last image of her on television. R.I.P.
0: Lucille Ball. R.I.P. It was the last appearance of the show, but she would later be at the Academy Awards ceremony oh. in '89. Um. So basically, how this show came to be, Aaron Spelling, who we will definitely get into the oeuvre of TV, like legend just, for making what's the crap? I,
1: yeah, like. Dynasty. Did he do Dallas
0: as well? I think he did. Yeah. Yeah,
1: like just all these. Yeah.
0: um I think, and he. Not
1: known for sitcoms. Not so known much. for
0: sitcoms. Although, and uh, apparently since the seven, you know what? Actually, let's go to his. Wikipedia Aaron
1: Spelling, page. who created Tori Spelling, who then gave us Tori, whatever that terrible reality show is.
0: Tori's World.
1: Tori and Tory, I don't. Tory know
0: Tori and me. Aaron Spelling. Has been behind Charlie's Angels, The Love Boat, Dynasty, Beverly Hills, 90210, Seventh Heaven, and Charmed. To name a few.
1: Yeah, so this guy is a. I can't think of the right word. What's the. Like. tour? Dynamo? Dynamo or work. I wouldn't uh, call him an autour. No, I'm <laughs> just trying to think of words. Yeah. I mean, I guess he's a TV legend.
0: He is a TV yeah, legend. Yeah, like the
1: amount of content yeah, you know, shows he's created and produced.
0: Oh my god. He's been played by the guy who voices Homer Simpson in multiple movies. That's funny. Um, Dan Castellaneta. Dan Dan Castellaneta himself. So Aaron Spelling, apparently, you know, non-sitcom man, had been trying to do a show with Lucille Ball since 79 Mm. and finally was able to get her back and then she brought in her own team. She didn't want the Mash guys to write it. She brought in her writers, her crew. She got her old comic foil to come out of yeah. retirement to do this.
1: The original choice for Fred Mertz.
0: And this failed and got panned and people hated it. And this, they like, thought
1: for sure they had like a winner. Like we have Lucille Ball because it was after the success of the Cosby Show. Where yeah. They were taking older, like older comic actors people and like, giving them shows. Yeah, and trying to like re. Yeah, this was ABC, I believe. Who yes. had this?
0: Yeah. Um. And this devastated her. And because of this, she didn't work again. So watching that last episode is a real fucked up moment. Yeah, it's a real bummer. I did not sign up for this. I thought this was going to be another Duck Factory
1: situation. (laughs) Where time breaks.
0: Where time breaks. Look, this show is bad. But it wasn't that bad. Yeah, because... She was great.
1: Yeah, like, Lucille Ball has still the comedic chops... She she's, can do
0: the faces. She's
1: still pretty damn spry for 74 yeah. when she did this oh, show. Oh,
0: there was one joke, the one joke oh, I really yes. liked. yes. So she comes in after a jog in the pilot, and she keeps dancing, and she's moving around. And I mean, like, really moving around. Oh, yeah. Doing all this stuff for a good 40 seconds of pretty mm-hmm. decent physical comedy. And then she goes, oh, I love that song. And they go, oh, what was that, some Glenn Miller? And she goes, no, Top Jimmy and the Rhythm, rhythm pigs. pigs. And so we were like, what? What is this? So I go to Google. They were a R&B punk band from like the late 70s, early 80s. So I don't know who wrote that. Cause great joke. But great. Yeah. Because the there could you could have done so many terrible jokes. And we
1: thought for sure it would be a fake band. Yeah. No. And I
0: thought I was very clever. Yeah. And so there was these little pockets of goodness, but yeah. overall it was pretty crappy. But here's how I think they knew it was crappy. You know, this didn't follow any pilot. Thing. Mm. Like it the most bare bones pilot beats. What day do you think this aired on? Friday. Nope. Tuesday. Nope. Sunday morning. <laughs> nope. No, it's not Sunday.
1: Keep guessing. Saturday. Yes. Yeah,
0: Saturday.
1: Saturday. Saturdays
0: at, at 8 o'clock.
1: When no people no are watching TV. TV.
0: The same time as the following shows. Are you ready? Yeah. This was 1986. With sidekicks.
1: Which actually I do want to watch for this. Sledgehammer, Sledgehammer is a brilliant show. We can't watch that because I've seen it all.
0: Starman, the Ellen Burstyn show. Starman based Heart off. Part of the, the city, movie? probably. Animal Crackups. The Ellen Burstyn show is all over the place. I want to check out Animal. NBC crack ups. was go. Uh, animal Crackups is a show that Alan Thicke hosted, and it's oh, just like America's that Home Videos, but animals. I knew that sounded familiar.
1: Well, Sidekicks is yep. Ernie Reyes from. But uh, the
0: Facts of Life was also on Saturday.
1: Oh, that's interesting.
0: Okay, so apparently Saturday wasn't like the death okay, slot. Because so NBC now it was would, killing it yeah, on Saturday. It would be a
1: death slot now. They had Gold well, Girls was in-
0: on. This must have been reruns. This had to have been reruns.
1: Times have changed, I Designing guess. Designing
0: Women was the number 33 show. When it and appeared. let's just
1: all just cry about just that. remember how that Because if be you've listened to those episodes...
0: They have. It's all been put out in order. You would know. Oh, fuck. We did it again. Hey, I'm Liam. And I'm Eric, and we host an anime podcast. Hold on, hold on. It's it's funny. I I don't like anime. And I do like anime. And we watch it and we review it. And I well, try to... I review it and then you derail everything. Yes. It's um, called the Shmanime Podcast. It's on the Major Cast Network every other Wednesday. Do we commit to that one? Did that happen? Oh fuck! It's Tuesday, isn't it?
1: <laughs> every other best. Tuesday. <laughs>
0: On the major cast network, or iTunes, or wherever you get podcasts. Probably. Well, there's somewhere in there. There's an ad for another show.
1: <laughs> well, we did go on a, like a five ten minute tangent on music. Just than it in there.
0: So yeah, I guess I'll call this one. It's a little. I think it's dusty. I think it's dusty. It's, it's of its time. Like it's. But... This is what I would imagine... This is the type of stuff I imagine that you'd find in an attic and you blow dust off of the VHS, and this is what it is. Like, this is exactly the type of weird mix of cookie-cutter 80s sitcoms with, like, legit star power.
1: Yeah, like, they... I mean, they tried to take, you know, basically Lucille Ball and everything from her time and put it to the mid-80s, and it just... Some things worked, and but most, of it, most didn't. of it didn't. And the supporting cast was not very good, except for like really Gil. and Jenny Lewis was perfectly fine. as a Jenny sexy Lewis role. was fine, and so was the little turd of a kid. Yeah, a, but Jello like, Boy. Yeah, so I mean, it was it's dusty. It's it, you know, if it's on, it's not terrible. You can watch it with your parents if you want.
0: Uh, let's get to recommendations. I've got a, a one locked and ready to go. Oh, what you got? I've been watching Dear White People on Netflix, and it's one of the best shows I've ever seen. Really? Yeah. I hadn't seen the movie. Because the I'm movie I was this. like
1: I was like I don't know. But I've heard good mixed things about the show too. Um, no the show's
0: fantastic. Okay. Well I have to watch it then. It's definitely a show with a message, mm-hmm. but I've never seen a show that's very much about the message have so much invested and in love for its characters. Like this show Justin Simeon, I believe, is the I don't know how to pronounce it, but he's the showrunner and the guy who he wrote, the book, wrote and directed, right? wrote the book yeah, and the and movie. The movie. Okay. Um he loves these characters. And That's great. I, it's great to see. And then Barry Jenkins from Moonlight directs some episodes, oh, an episode or two, I... and phenomenal direction. Okay. It's it's just I've never I've never been absorbed into a show so quickly like I wasn't wow. this. Wow. It was really good.
1: Oh, I'm gonna have to add this to my cue. Yeah. I haven't watched a lot of TV this week, so I'm just going to recommend one of my favorite shows ever, The Kids in the Hall. Ah, oh, classic! One of, one of the best sketches, and, like, thinking about, like, sketch now, Maybe it's...
0: Maybe the best sketch show of all time. I would say that, like because... Like, up there with, like, Key and Peel. Well,
1: because the great thing about uh, Kids in the Hall is they stayed away from, like, topical humor for the most part. Yeah. So things don't get stale. Like, yeah. if you, like... You're not going to see, like, president jokes and stuff like that in Kids yeah. in the Hall. And they just... they. Change comedy, like, yeah, yeah. What are some of my Scott f-
0: Thompson is one of my heroes, Dave oh. Foley, Kevin McDonald. Kevin McDonald,
1: Kevin McDonald, I've Kevin met McDon- and took McDonald. a class with him. He's amazing, such a sweet guy. What class was it? Uh, uh it was um, uh, Improv to Sketch. Took it at the pit, it was like a seminar, a two day seminar. I didn't know Kevin
0: McDonald did improv.
1: Well, it was like taking improv... This is how... That's how the kids in the hall wrote sketches. They would start with doing improv scene, and then they kind of write it out. Yeah, that's
0: fun. Yeah. I'm going to watch some kids in the hall. Uh, yeah. Kids in the
1: hall, like... I mean, some of the most iconic sketches ever. Ciz and Kane. if you've never seen that sketch, you should. The Dr. Seuss one. The that's Dr. a live Seuss, sketch that... The Dr. Seuss Bible, yeah. where the CBC refused to build the sets, and they had yep. to hire an out... Al- yeah. Especially now, like, with the crazy, like, climate we're in. Yeah, watch the Dr. Seuss Bible and think... Holy shit! That was put on TV in the 80s. I did. Okay, we're gonna start yeah, rambling yeah, about. So Kids in the yeah, Hall, so. so yeah, Kids in the Hall, one of the greatest sketch shows ever. Watch it. Um, I think it's only on CISO.
0: There, there's a lot of sketches on. And, but
1: you can find a lot on YouTube and we'll uh, watch the, it on CISO. yeah.
0: Um. All right, guys. Thanks. Bye. Thanks, guys.
1: It's musty TV. It's musty TV. It's musty TV. Oh, it must be TV. It's musty TV. It's Musty TV. Ooh. Thanks for listening to the Major Casts Network. Stay fun, stay nasty, and stay major.